Have you been riding with the handbrake on? Seriously, so many riders, they say go, but they actually say whoa, and they don't even know they're saying whoa, and then they're getting frustrated, the horse is getting frustrated, and if they just take the handbrake off. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson, and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse, and you know, get into gear, get things moving forward, take the handbrake off, that's what we're talking about today and the handbrake in this case you can have lots of handbrakes okay but the handbrake in this case today we are talking about your seat so many times riders ask go they use their aids and, and you know that there's a combination of aids you use to ask any question to your horse you'll never ask with just one aid okay so there's this combination of aids and maybe in this case you use your legs or you might use your voice or maybe a combination of both and and you're saying go <laughs> and your horse says okay I'll go but when he goes your seat is like eh, nope <laughs> no there buddy <laughs> you're not going anywhere and your horse is like okay obviously she wants me to stop I'll, I'll just stop there quickly and then you're like in the meantime going come on I'm asking you to go and then you utter words such as this horse just doesn't respond to me. This horse is the laziest horse in the world. This horse is just not forward. And meanwhile, it's all because the handbrake's on your seat. Okay, how do we begin knowing if we are indeed riding with the handbrake on? And how can we begin, well, taking the handbrake off so that we can begin actually using our seat the way we want to use it to tell our horse what we want to tell our horse, okay? So the first thing I want you to understand is that your seat, you kind of have three gears when it comes to your seat. I know we're still in the whole car analogy here, okay? But you have three gears. You have go, whoa, and neutral, okay? <laughs> Driving, resisting, and allowing, there you go. Okay, there's three gears. Now, yes, they can be used all different ways. And I'm really simplifying things. You do have to take this now that this is like we're breaking things down to really basic here. Okay. But at the end of the day, you can tell your horse three different things with your seat. You can either tell him to go, you can tell him to woe, or you can tell him to continue on. This is what you're looking for. Neutral. Okay. And where we sometimes get it wrong is that we don't realize we have neutral we don't understand neutral, okay? We don't understand allowing with our seat. And all I mean by allowing is that when you are asking your horse to do something, allowing is basically the equivalent of telling your horse then to carry on. Yes, that's what I'm, that's what I want, carry on. There we go, okay? It's like giving them the thumbs up, okay? It just basically means that the energy that your horse is creating, that it can move underneath you, okay? It can move through your horse's body from the back end where it's created to the front end where you can then recycle it, use it, direct it, whatever you want to do with it, okay? You can then do that, okay? 
If you are blocking, resisting, if you're riding with the handbrake on, okay, and there is, resisting is not bad when it's done when you want to do it, okay, if it's done in the correct time and the correct place and it's done the correct way, it's actually a really important part of riding, but when you're resisting or blocking, okay, and the reason I'm using the word blocking is because this is when you're resisting without even realizing you're resisting, okay, when you do that, you shut the energy off. Tell me, have you ever been on a horse? I see this happen a lot to riders when they ask for the canter in particular, okay? So the rider says canter and they they do all the things, okay? So they set it all up and it could be the most beautiful trot. It could have been the most perfect transition, okay? But as soon as the horse gets into the canter, the rider's seat fails to allow. And sometimes... (laughs) depends on the horse and sometimes the horse goes idiot you just asked me to canter now you're telling me to stop and his version of idiot is a book okay have you ever experienced that okay that is a very very common one that lots of and the, the, the rider doesn't say this horse just books every time I ask for canter but meanwhile back at the ranch they're actually not allowing the horse to canter okay so I want you to consider that blocking with your seat can have really and truly knock-on effects because the other thing it does is you you can use your seat and by allowing using your seat correctly when you allow you actually reconfirm you you say to your horse, yes, thumbs up. That is exactly what I wanted you to do. Okay. So you do all this with your horse, but when you block that, you are actually not giving that confirmation to your horse. You're telling him, no, 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 no. You actually misunderstood what I asked there. And then what can happen over time is your horse begins looking for maybe other answers because he thinks, okay, well, the answer I'm giving her is not the answer she's looking for. She tells me that when I do it, so I'll look for other answers. And of course, you don't want him to look for other answers because the first answer was actually the correct answer. It's just that you didn't realize you told him no. Okay, so blocking is a big thing. Now, what I want to do is next week, I want to take you through two different exercises that you can use in the saddle in order to begin, first of all, noticing if you're blocking and secondly, training yourself to allow, okay? And you're gonna have to train yourself. You know, we put so much emphasis on training the horse. If we put a little bit more of that on training the rider, okay, we'd be away in a hack. So I want you to think about that as you do this. Now, the first thing is, it is really important to understand, first of all, your seat. When I say the word seat, we tend to instantly, in your head, people tend to go, oh, it's my bum. Okay. That's part of it. Not saying it's not here. Okay. But I want you to start thinking about seat that anytime when you're riding now, you are going to think of seat as being everything between your belly button and kind of the upper parts of your thighs. If we could even say kind of about a third of the way down your thighs. Okay. So everything between those two kind of parts of your body, that is your seat okay? That's a big area. That's a big part of your body, okay? And I want you to begin noticing how when we're talking about blocking, it can be maybe your upper thighs. It could potentially be your lower back, okay? It could even be the fact that you collapse down on your body, your upper body, so you don't carry yourself, you're not engaging. It can be the front of your pelvis that you block, okay? So 
think about this when we are blocking i want you to begin thinking taking kind of a more holistic approach to your seat okay not just being about your bum okay your bum's important but it's not the holy all of it okay so i want you to to understand that as well okay i also want you before you do these exercises to begin thinking about your position position is so important position is basically making sure that you're in the best possible place to communicate whatever it is you want to communicate to your horse in a way that he can best understand it okay this is why when people are talking about marketing they talk about positioning and and it basically is the same. all marketing is is trying to get a message out trying to communicate to people and get a message across to somebody well when your aids when you're using your aids okay it's the exact same thing if you think about influencer marketing your aids are basically influencer marketing in the saddle that's all it is you are trying to influence your horse using your aids to do what you want him to do to get to get a desired result an outcome okay so it makes sense to pay attention to the position that you're coming from when you are using your aids okay your aids are nothing if they are not in the right if you're not putting yourself in the best place for your horse to understand to clearly understand to clearly get the message that you're trying to get across to him using your aids okay if you are not putting yourself in the best position doesn't matter how good your aids are he won't hear them or he'll hear it differently than you want him to hear it okay so enough said about position but i do want you to focus on your position before you do these exercises so if we talk about position there's something that um i notice in horse riding and this is regardless of what discipline you're doing it doesn't matter what you're it actually makes no odds what you're doing at all okay but this is really true and i've noticed this um it's something that i find myself saying regularly quite a bit to riders when you're in the saddle i want you to feel as though you are standing not sitting you see we have this by just it's amazing how the words we say to ourselves and the words we use that that's what we do okay they kind of subconsciously they just they kind of sink in and we tend to take action on those words okay so what i want you to begin thinking about is when you're in the saddle you're not sitting okay you're standing now i know you're sitting i do know there's no daylight between your bum and the saddle okay you're not standing on your stirrups okay no 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 no. you actually are sitting okay you're in the saddle okay you, you, you're not like normal seat you're in the saddle but i want you to think about the muscles that you engage when you stand if i was standing beside you right now if the two of us were to stand together in the arena how would that feel that's the feeling i want you to look for when you're sitting in the saddle okay first and foremost okay the second thing is i want you to consider the lines and i know this is really basic but you know it's the basics that you need to get right okay the fancy stuff will come they're the little add-ons they're the bells and whistles you have to have the basics down pat i want you to think about the basics the head shoulder hip heel and the hip 
being in this kind of case, it is the midpoint. If you could take the midpoint between, let's say, the front of your, like where your belly button is, the front of your tummy, and then um, kind of your back, where with the midpoint there of your back, and just pick that point on your side, okay? That's where the line should go through. It's not the back of your bum. It's not the front by your belly button. It's the midpoint, okay? So head, shoulder, hip, heel. And then the other line being your elbow, your wrist, the rein, and your horse's mouth, okay? So you've got these two lines, okay? And I want you that as you're riding, you are focusing on those lines, making sure you're in the best position in order to get the point across. And then you're also riding as though it feels like you're standing up okay just think about this you know I was in the arena with a rider a couple of weeks ago and this rider said to me I, I don't have a great core I, my, my core is not great it was actually a younger rider and she said to me my core is not great and I said did you walk into did you walk here did you walk over to your horse to mount up she said yeah well of course I did <laughs> you saw me I said great your core is absolutely fine. If you can keep yourself upright while standing on the ground, you're golden for horse riding. Now, it could be improved. Of course it could. But you do have the, st the requisite starting kind of strength in order to ride. That is an excuse. People tell themselves that is, a, that is somebody letting themselves off the hook. If you've been telling yourself that, I'm here to burst that bubble, okay? If you walked over to your horse and mounted up, if you can keep yourself upright while on the ground, you're okay for horse riding. You just need to now begin strengthening things, okay? So... I'll get off my soapbox. What I want to do, we're going to circle back to this next week, okay? So we're going to do the two exercises next week. I just wanted to preface this by um, kind of that you understand what the blocking is, what everything else that's going on is, okay? So I wanted to, to get to that this week. And then, as I said, next week, we're actually going to ride those two exercises um, to get you basically understanding, first of all, if you are blocking or not, and kind of noticing that, and then secondly, beginning to make little tweaks so as we can stop blocking going forward. Okay, so aids are big, okay? It's how we communicate with our horse. And if you're interested in developing yours a little bit more, okay, using a technique that does not require you to be the world's greatest rider, okay? You see, I think when we start talking about developing aids, people go, oh, yeah, but, you know, Lorna, not that great in the saddle, eh? You know, I need to get better first. No, no, developing your aids will make you better, okay? But anyway, we're going we're gonna to take all that out. I'm, I'm going to, you're, you're over that hurdle because I have a free upcoming masterclass all about how you can use lunging to develop not only your aids but also your coordination in a way that's going to positively impact you and your horse in the saddle. I'm all about riding, eh? that's what we do here, we focus on riding but you can use lunging to improve your riding, okay? That is, that's really important to recognize, correct lunging will improve things. I'm going to show you how to do exactly that in this free upcoming masterclass. There's six steps you can do, and it's it's really basic. You do not have to know how to lunge, okay? You do, if you're saying to yourself, but Lorna, I don't know how to lunge. Got you covered. We've got it sorted, okay? Trust me on this one. Um, but yeah, I want you to join me over there. You can find out all the details over at stridesforsuccess.com 
forward slash webinar. Okay, have a great week. Be good. I'll chat to you soon. Bye. Thank you.